looking like Chris Evans and Jason Momoa sounds good in theory, but then what sort of bizarre Frankenstein monster <laughs> would that look like if you just combined the two of them together? Like, He's the world's best plastic surgeon. No, no, no. Imagine Chris Evans with like a lion's mane and all tatted up. That honestly sounds amazing. So I mocked this sure, up on one sure of those "What would my baby look like?" websites, and uh, I want to just, just, just turn that into my face, please. Yeah. <laughs> my goal is uh, at some point I can knock on Jason Momoa's door and just say "Dad," and for a split second, <laughs> maybe, just maybe. Happy Father's Day, by the way, everyone. All the dads out there who are dads, mm-hmm. who have dads. If you've heard of mm-hmm. dads. Yeah. And to the people who don't have dads, like, kudos on saving money on cards and ties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to all those people who get called daddy, even though, you know, you're really not that old <laughs> and you're a little uncomfortable with it, but you're just kind of going with the flow at this point. Like, yeah. Good on you, too. <laughs> you can call me daddy because you'll never get to know me. Oh, no. <laughs> Psychic Dolphin Garage. Hey everyone, I'm Kelton. And I'm Zach. I'm Bo. And I'm Dennis. And welcome to another episode of Psychic Dolphin Garage. This week we have Nick from Means TV with us here in the garage. How's it going, sir? Going great. Thanks for having me, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for being here. It's it's always surprising to me when we manage to convince someone who's actually cool and does legitimately <laughs> amazing work to come join our shitty little cum show. And uh, uh, man, man, uh, thank you so much for this. I, I promise it's only uphill from here. I can't wait. <laughs> meaning meaning it's going to get harder, not that right. it's going to get better. <laughs> oh, man. How's everyone's week been? A lot has happened this week. I mean, yeah, look outside, dude. Shit sucks. Yeah. It's, it's pretty bad. Although, one good thing is California now is requiring masks. Um, so, I'm glad about that. Again or finally? Again. Meanwhile, here in the 16th century, um, we've went <laughs> yeah. back and forth like 30 times on whether individual towns can even mandate masks, and now they can apparently. And I know. I love that. Know. It's like the like there was a slight spike in California's numbers of COVID-19. And our governor was like, well, you all have to wear masks. Like, there's there's no exception. I don't know if there's a fine or not. I have to look into that. I heard there was, but I was like, how are they going to do that? In any TABC, case, uh, in Texas, is suspending liquor licenses for bars that have, like, videos or photos posted of them online, not uh, not sticking by the, by the social distancing rules. Oh, shit. So that's... Something. Oh man, I knew those thirsty Thursday posts were gonna bring down my Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> seems like most of that would just be like a bureaucratic mess. Like it seems like to it's like you know obviously no businesses should really be open that require people to sit shoulder to shoulder and you know consume food or drink. Yeah. It's like the it's like this. There's this. It's like the way that the government is responding is just by making so many things so much more difficult. It's like such a weird, it's like, it's such a strange response to me because it, it is like this punitive neoliberalism. That's like, uh, you know, Oh, we, you, you posted a picture and there's people in your bar then we're going to shut down your bar. And it's like, okay, well can, then you can, can you provide like rent relief for our workers maybe? Or can you like, you know, do something else other than just like, 
you know, right, exactly. us more or less. Right, yeah. it, exactly. I mean, of the many things that Newsom has done over here, one, none of them have been to actually relieve people. <laughs> um, what I do kind of feel, what I feel relieved about, though, is that, like, I think people are at least taking it seriously in my town because today when I went to go do laundry at the laundromat, everyone was wearing a mask, and that hadn't been the case in the past. So I think at least that's good. Yeah, I, I do enjoy how uh, California seems to be the if you see something, say something kind of state. <laughs> yeah. Mm, mm. The whole state wow. of snitches is what y- y'all are becoming. I, I appreciate that. Jesus. Well, I mean, like, uh, again, like you said, it's not like Texas is any better. As always, we have to become like the anti-California reactionary conservative <laughs> bucks that we are. I yeah. So. No, no, don't get it wrong. Like TABC suspending liquor licenses is literally the only thing that anyone is doing about COVID in the state. So, <laughs> you know, once again, uh, even though we're the freest state, we, uh, like Nick said, all we're doing is just getting ourselves into yeah. a massive bureaucratic mess because no. we insist uh that we have the freedom to yeah get to ourselves, kill into ourselves into others, yeah. yeah no yeah. preventative measures at all don't 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 even know the phrase in texas i don't know what that means honestly uh, orange well the thing that we do know in texas is that juneteenth is a holiday a national holiday that we have always celebrated and will always it's celebrate a national holiday in texas <laughs> hell yeah that might be the most texan thing you that's ever super said. texas <laughs> way to say yeah. <laughs> i don't know what y'all up there in the north do <laughs> to celebrate <laughs> christ yeah uh God. juneteenth seems to have gone from this holiday that was kind of really put like on the back burner like a uh, flag day or something you know in, in that tier and now everyone's jumping on the soulless bandwagon like every corporation is jumping full to be like hey if you like juneteenth and social liberation you might also enjoy our ice cream please buy it buy it now buy <laughs> consume and uh yeah i, I think snapchat really you know, kind of put a hat oh, on the hat. out of the park. Yeah, just when they were like, okay, we're going to do Juneteenth. What's that about? Well, they got told that they, uh, uh, slavery uh, wasn't a thing anymore. Great. Okay. We're going to put everyone in chains and you have to smile to break those chains. So, for the season. I, I don't know if this is the case still, but they had previously done some very questionable things with like, blackface i believe oh yeah it was like a bob it was a the, bob, marley. bob marley one yeah 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 and it's yeah. i i'm not trying to like give them too much of a bone but these people are all like latvian they don't understand like like they were definitely given just like two sentences worth of like information about uh what juneteenth <laughs> is and then had to translate it from english into latvian or whatever it was well, you and know then maybe you figure don't it out your, your <laughs> juneteenth snapchat filter we made it in a russian sadness factory that might just be step number one <laughs> i making sure that you know no what misinterpretations maybe, take place that certainly might be the very first step is like hey maybe don't like try to rush these things out by having uh, programmers overworked and not given enough time also just maybe don't do a juneteenth like filter like that just maybe like a nice border but dennis how else are we supposed to let people know that the protests worked and that we're changing things so they don't need to burn down uh the starbucks anymore how many conservatives do you think had a photo of them with a mask and them holding up the chains and just being like damn oh, you no. como <laughs> kumo oh come no on. 
at two come Cuomo. Up? Cuomo. Jesus. <laughs> That's some anti-Italian American sentiment there that you got there, Kelton. Well, I mean, you know, like <laughs> we forced the Columbus statue to go into hiding here in Houston. So we're kind of on a roll here. What, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone else is tearing down their statues and and we were like <clears throat> um hey we're gonna tear down that statue if y'all aren't real careful mm-hmm. they said yeah we'll put it we'll put it in a, in a museum don't don't worry and they took it down mm-hmm. so well they, yeah, they moved uh, it to a secure location that's uh, not being disclosed so i'm just picturing like the indiana jones scene uh where it's just a <laughs> warehouse full of racist statues just from <laughs> all across the land What's great to hear about like statues is that um, a couple of uh, Junipero Serra statues have been torn down, one in San Francisco and one in uh, Los Angeles. So I'm like really happy. Also, the one that's in Los Angeles is in Olvera Street. It is like the oldest. Uh, it's the oldest street in L.A. It's like uh, one of the places where like L.A. started with uh, its Mexican population. It all kind of outgrew from there. So it's it's very nice to see that this like very historical city is just getting rid or part of the city is just getting rid of this, you know, genocide uh, or like, you know, person who committed a genocide. It's great. I'm, I'm so happy to see. And I think it was uh, torn down by the, uh, um, some local native group. We have a couple in the area. I wasn't sure who Fuck it was yeah. though. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very it's happy really, to hear it's it. It's really, it's really good to see like Juneteenth stuff being circulated finally. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really nice to see that, um, you know, even though Twitter will cover up photos and videos and, and the, the journalism organizations won't report on the, you know, the, the seaboard, Western seaboard, uh, strikes. Or, you know, like their reporting will say that Tony Boswell says we need to work with cops and that police is oh, the answer. Fuck oh, fuck that. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Like at least, you know, we can still see, like we still have something on the newsfeed that's like good in, in between, of course, the advertisements from Twitter that say, Hey, we support black lives matter. There's nothing like more yeah. soul wrenching than like playing Madden and getting a pop-up that says like we support black lives matter by the way here's like your bonus player card and then it's you know just like uh ryan switzer from the 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 fucking steelers just some like no-name white guy receiver you're like oh thank you so much <laughs> just real that's, that's who we are all waiting for to show up yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm gonna put this right alongside my pat tillman card thank you i appreciate you Speaking of uh, progress and riots working, um, you know, we're finally getting brands also to redesign their their logos. Uh, it means that the Washington Redskins are, are changing their... Are they really? It means they're changing their... Are they? No. The, no. Are they? No. no. It's, it's just... It's just, just, it's just food. You're yep. yanking my Snapchat chain here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just gotta oh, learn to no. smile more, Bo. <laughs> uh, we're going to take the Washington skins and put them into area 1488 oh no no oh that that's how much their parking prices are let's not get into that um yeah it it really does seem to be a step certainly in the right direction you know and and it is fun to see old people losing their mind like they did with landa lakes for example um but oh yeah yeah i mean this is the only culture they know in all fairness like this is you know what what if not brand identity you know what identity do they have? I do yeah, love it though, because like you'll see like younger people making jokes about Aunt Jemima, for example, and then uh, you see like it's only the old people complaining about cream of wheat 
for example, like <laughs> no one <laughs> under thirty is being like, can't believe they has, are changing goddamn anyone, cream of wheat. This is some fucking. I bullshit. just want to know, like, just a small poll on of here. Who has eaten cream of wheat? Like ever or nope, regularly? Not I. Uh-huh. Yeah, just like ever. I'm sure it's ever. good. It's, it's good. baby food. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it is delicious. It's I really hey, do like hey. cream of wheat. No, I'm <laughs> I've eaten cream of wheat. Okay, I was try just wondering. I, I mean, to see, I like, like wheat and I like cream, so I don't not, see why I wouldn't like that. <laughs> Enjoy my that creamed wheat, Bo. Yeah, it could use a rebrand. There's no doubt about it. And it could be, <laughs> yeah. it be called like what is it? Yeah. It should just be like powdered wheat or something that's like not cream involved. Yeah, <laughs> but you uh, can absolutely do like a dumb like Soylent kind of angle with it i think you know like oh, make God. it like a a food for like you know techies on the go that you know you you're you're crunched so fucking hard with your 16 hour days that it's like well time to eat my wheat paste oh god oh, yep, i, I do much. enjoy that take cream of wheat is just soylent uh for boomers <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's wheat w-h-e-t and the e is the is the long e so it has the little little mark over it oh yeah. god i can already see that and like a really yeah and a really fucking like like an atlantis uh 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 font <laughs> <laughs> you mean like papyrus like I and, uh, I'm 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 saying I, I like, was thinking some, like, some slick like cliff bar kind of bullshit, but you just described <laughs> oh, okay. something that is like made and sold exclusively in Sedona, Arizona, and I love yeah, that. I was gonna say you <laughs> could like pick up your crystals with it too. Uh. <laughs> no, so along with along with the so was was cream of wheat changing their mascot? That like guy in a chef hat. Uh, I believe yes. his name was Rufus. Uh, oh. Mm. Yeah, That's, he has yeah. a name, Dennis. He I, did. I wasn't he did aware until 1925, <laughs> and then they changed it because they were like, "Ah, oh, no, no, he's just a logo now. Let's not worry about that." Right. I mean, <laughs> Let's not worry about the cream of wheat lore. I in in like typical liberal fashion, though, this was just a wonderful way to sort of like quell the uh, the angry masses that would happen. Uh, so instead of like just getting rid of the racist mascots, they were just kind of stripping away little bits of racism until they were just sort of like a suggestion of what racism is. Yeah, like Mrs. Butters- <laughs> An illusion to racism. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, no, 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 no. She's not, racism. you know, that stereotypical mammy format. She's like a kindly old grandmother. You know, mm-hmm. let's not look <laughs> let's not look any further into this. Mm-hmm. A kindly nice. old very politically neutral grandmother. Just take our words on this. She has, she has no opinions other than this pancake mix is delicious. <laughs> Mrs. Buttersworth has discovered QAnon. That's how I know she's actually like your grandma. Well, yeah. <laughs> but oh, oh, fuck. as it turns, I was going to say, as it turns out, this like the CNN article was saying that there is a, a brand of toothpaste that is still going around that's popular in Asia called Darley, whose name was changed from uh, a word that I'm not comfortable saying, so I'm not going to. It's a uh, a type of Pokemon uh, that uh, is super effective against psychic types. Um, yeah. E, toothpaste. Yeah, because Pokemon I, I, yeah. definitely doesn't have a history of racism with some of its characters. No, Ooh, <laughs> yeah, no not at point. all. No, but what a I will say is literal blackface Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This and this brand in China is, uh, I believe it's it's owned by Colgate Palmolive. Yep. Yeah, it and is. when you translate the name, like from the Chinese characters, it's black person's toothpaste. Or like and it's like a it's like a picture of it's supposed to be a picture of like oh a generic person 
mm-hmm. person in a in a top hat and tuxedo that that with like a big white smile that doesn't scream minstrel show at all. Well, I mean, if it's any like consolation, guys, like in previous versions, it was just a straight up minstrel show. So we can go back to those simpler times. I I'm good. We don't need to go there. <laughs> God. Who it, it like, just, Jesus? Like it, it really just kind of makes me realize that maybe you know somewhere out there there is a uh, a K-pop TikTok teen who's trolling one of the Trump rallies right now, but also still using this toothpaste. Uh, no, they're American though, so it doesn't matter. Oh, okay, I see. I see. Very true. Right. Yeah, the TikTok teens are American. It's the K-pop stands that are mm-hmm. uh, presumably not American. Right. <laughs> According to uh God, what was that tweet? Basically oh, saying that yeah. yeah, basically saying that yeah, this is an attack by North and South Korea, of course working in tandem to uh, you know, dismantle <laughs> the United States. I mean oh, like yeah. they got it right though. If anything was gonna unite North and South Korea, it would be K pop, so it would be the United States just being a fucking shit pile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what interfered in the first place, so uh you know really we're just writing the wrongs that we've done Mm -hmm. uh and you know speaking of writing wrongs that we've done uh antifa is going to tear down the alamo and i and i really hope that nobody hears about it or uh, brings a bunch of people to uh protect the alamo yeah yeah to (laughs) defend the alamo even wait has this happened already it it was a huge thing that our uh our Mm -hmm. our land commissioner um got real into it maybe you guys might recognize his name his name is george p bush uh Mm. Mm. cool who does that remind me of yeah i mean he's Mm. part of you know that famous political family the clintons so the kennedys uh, yeah (laughs) yeah he he was saying that there's no way that antifa is going to be coming out there and their buses and tearing down the alamo i love the idea that like they're getting bust like it, it, Antifa I mean, anybody they admit that public transportation is the best way to move massive <laughs> groups of people. Yeah, no, it's like a fucking high school football game where you know you, you bring <laughs> you bring all the Antifa super soldiers onto the field, and you know they run around a little while, and you know come away with a good amount of CTE, and that's that's the show. I think they're yeah. under they're under uh, estimating us, thinking that we're just going to come in there broad daylight, take the Alamo. No, you come in there at night under the cover of darkness. You know, you come in from yeah. multiple angles, you surround it, right? And then you take it. But I do yeah, think exactly. You sneak in through the basement of the Alamo, yeah, let's which be I'm sure they're defending. I do think we should actually take it. I understand that this story is a goof, kind of, but it, I think it would be sick to, if Antifa or just the left generally did seize the Alamo, just because it's a great oh, headline. Absolutely. Like, communists have seized the Alamo. It's like, it's like the smallest <laughs> building ever. It's like... <laughs> You know, just like yeah, a, it's a, a glorified heading oh, zoo. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, <laughs> bizarre. The, the mission that's standing in San Antonio today uh, is not even like on the original site. It's a complete. It's it's just a complete like rebuild. Basically, I mean, I wouldn't be. I I don't remember, but I I don't think it was actually done by the Daughters of Confederacy. But basically, like an organization similar. To that came in and rebuilt it as like a, the sons a of symbol the of the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, and and you know, during the of course, you know, retaking of the Alamo, mm-hmm. we went after Stephen F. Austin um, because he was sick. We we just totally forgot uh, that that was actually a person and not a college. So we burned down the college <laughs> while we were at it. But you know, really, it's it's no loss to Texas culture. 
Right. <clears throat> what would be a loss is if there actually wasn't a, a bike in the basement of the Alamo. That would be a loss to everyone's culture. <laughs> that would be heartbreaking, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have been to the Alamo once, though. It's, uh, it's a tiny, little, boring building. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a glorified barn. Like, it's all right. the better for taking over, yeah. Uh, yeah, all the bad look there's no reason that why do they want the texas flag flying over that why not just like give it to the communists then if it's such mm-hmm. a fucking terrible barn like do you think that well, we could really we confuse should... them by the way like if we did like a texas version of a blue line flag and then you know we take it over and then we force the government to like try and physically assault and tear down the alamo <laughs> I say seed it back uh, to Mex. I say seed it back look, to Mexico. I think that'd be a good idea. Ooh, look, if we're gonna do, if we're gonna do like a re, if we're gonna do a, like a, a cosplay of the of the Bundy standoff, um, of then continue? it, huh? <laughs> yeah. It, then yeah, then there's no better there's no better place to do it than in the Alamo to show right. that you I know mean, that Texas is not mm-hmm. only the craziest state and we have the most armed leftists, but uh, but also that. That like leftists are also against the government coming in and trying to take away our rights. Right. Oh, I I do have one funny story about the Alamo. It's kind of dumb. Is um, you know that the the war that happened, the quote unquote war that or the standoff that happened at the Alamo was like incredibly short. It was like ten minutes or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I there's a family friend because my family is from Texas. There's a family friend who's like great 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 grandpa died. Like he was the first man to die at the Alamo. And oh. so now every person oh. in his every person in his family gets to go to like you know any university in Texas for free. Wow! What? Oh. Yeah, so good for them. <laughs> Wait a second! Fucking all right, government all right, handouts all right. to minorities. That this doesn't even make sense. Budget. Well, it's because he was an American who died. Allegedly, or I should say, I should say, he's a he's a Texan who died, yeah. uh, you know, defending Texas. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this, this this foreign enemy of of, of the United States. Uh, all he was you know. was a wasp who refused to convert to Catholicism and then stole land from the Mexican <laughs> government. A true patriot. Yep. That's like the only hey. way to get free education in the United States is to just die in something insane like that, and then. Make Maybe your like great 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 grandson can go to like University of Texas for two years for free. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you get all your general <laughs> classes for free, but they stop there. It's like no, fucking, you're not getting a major out of this. We just wanted to, we just wanted to sit you through music theory or something. Yeah, it's a it's take history of rock and roll path to wealth for some people. You know, if you haven't considered dying for Texas, uh, you know, in a ridiculously stupid but uh, simultaneously, um, you know, heartrending way. Then, uh, then you ought to do that today. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's well, the thing. You know, here we consider it. The, the more stupid uh, your death is, the more Texan it is. Can you so. imagine, I'm though, gonna really, die. Like you refusing to wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the exactly, first person to yeah. die at the Alamo who wasn't wearing a mask. <laughs> 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 the first person to catch COVID nineteen at the Alamo and die. <laughs> Texas hero. God. Just now picturing like Davy Crockett, but he's just wearing the mask on top of his head 
while trying to defend everything. Jesus. <laughs> I put the I put the coon skin on my head Oof. instead of on my face. Oh no. Mm. I was I was trying to avoid that word, but I'm glad we Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Glad oh, we no. I can bleep that in. I can bleep that in. Post. <laughs> I'm not sure bleeping it will make it better, Zach. I yeah, you know that's you, true. You've you burned this bridge, man. <laughs> well, all right. The bit is over. <laughs> I'm sure the boop 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 mask. What the fuck did he say? <laughs> God. Jesus. Uh, look, Can't I, take the I, tech. I don't know. I had I had one of those as a kid growing up and I and I wore it a lot and I thought it was really cool. Now I look back at those pictures and I'm like, hmm, it's a little problematic, but uh, you know. Raccoon heads problematic. Did raccoons get their name from like a racist thing or something? Uh, no, um, it's just like well No, no, go ahead. Explain no. it, Zach. In detail, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely possible that, that a raccoon was already called a raccoon. Um and wait, that wait, the wait, racism Zach, Zach, came afterwards. Take this shovel. <laughs> <laughs> just keep fucking digging, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um so. I have I have a lot of questions, so we can spend some time on this. Because they steal things and they uh they go through trash, right, Zach? Anyway, keep just trying to oh, lay no. things out here. Uh, oh Christ. Um yeah, uh but speaking of the of the university that we're definitely is that is that how I'm that's not how I'm gonna Yeah, no, you've got it the other way around. It's actually incredibly unpatriotic uh in terms of being Texan to uh to found an institute of higher knowledge. That's that's coward shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. Well that's what that's what the Alamo was about. It was about, you know, refusing to refusing to, you know, stick to strategy or um or any sort of any sort of any sort of higher knowledge or education and going out and uh literally just dying behind the walls of a mission that there's no reason to defend. It was literally just a it was literally just like a symbolic act. But uh It was just an example but, of dudes rocking, okay? Yeah. <laughs> And the alternative is, of course, uh, you know, having uh, liberal uh, fake news colleges that teach us about fake things like racism and uh, History. climate change. Yeah. yeah, we can't let all of these colleges get in the way of really educating people. Man, it's Wait, it's who? brainwashing you with their liberal <laughs> propaganda. But also, colleges do brainwash people with liberal propaganda, just not the the type that the conservatives are talking about. Unfortunately. Right? <laughs> like who, who wrote? This? Oh, I can't I can't find out who wrote this and who the hell this uh this Peter Wood is. That's a he has two nicknames or he has two names that are nicknames for a Dick. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Good on you, Peter. But um, yeah. Like okay, so like I actually went to like a a university that taught me uh like uh you know radical thing like it was it's weird where it's a it was a strange bastion of like marxism like all the conservatives were like like fearing about it's like oh okay like so this is what it must have been like back in the 60s to go to university but um (laughs) i've also been to like other colleges where it's like just really liberal bullshit i mean yeah like mine you know like people act like you know the the whole meme is oh yeah colleges where your you know your good little kids are sent off to become slavering neo-marxists or whatever meanwhile like my college is kind of like yeah like not political (laughs) at all 
No, yeah, my, yeah. Mine, uh, but like my all all of my professors were like Marxists. They used to be teachers wow. over at Berkeley. A lot of them were at least, and they uh they moved on over when uh, Berkeley became total bullshit. <laughs> became, uh, yeah. It's this this article that we were referencing is by it's in this posted in the spectator is that a is that, this is some sort of publication I'm, i don't I've know never heard of this before the spectator <laughs> i the the headlines though are wonderful like self-righteous vandals the attempt to prettify history is ugly and there's like <laughs> you know there's like a fall would have been statue. much more on the nose if it was called the specter of communism uh oh <laughs> uh, yeah anyways the article is titled defund colleges not cops police are not the root Oy. of our problems academia is and wouldn't you know it, we just had a whole day yesterday talking about how bad Lennon is. So, you know, half of left Twitter is is really on board the uh, academia is the problem train. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, except those people are not leftists. They're all fucking liberals. Like, <laughs> like you can't uh, you can't call yourself like a socialist uh, and be like not for Marx or like you might be argue you might arguably say something about Lenin, but really you can't though. You can't. He's too handsome. Mm-hmm. He's he too big. He's far too yeah. handsome. But that's why it, they involved him. They couldn't let, let such a thing decompose. Yeah, <laughs> but it it's just a ridiculous argument. Like I can understand maybe not wanting to read Marx because it's boring, but at least have someone explain everything to you. <laughs> By the yeah, by the Cliff Notes version. I, I don't yeah, know. listen to uh, listen to the audiobook. Don't listen uh, to the you audiobook. You can listen to a podcast, <laughs> and I don't recommend listening to a podcast. You can listen to an audiobook. No, don't listen to Mark's Madness. Read and then like laugh and cry about about uh, Das Capital because that's honestly a great a great way to mm-hmm. listen to it. Yeah. Uh, the article has some great. Um, oh man, it has some great sound bites. Defunding the police is a supposed cure for endemic racism and white supremacy. But America is not a racist country. Mm. <laughs> Gonna need like a citation in, on that one, buddy. Is that like in capital letters? So by no, the way, the guy uh, the guy who's saying that we need to like get rid of uh of colleges, he is the president of the National Association of Scholars. Um which <laughs> seems uh, a little counterintuitive. Yeah. Hey, you don't need to go to college. You can homeschool that shit. Yeah, I love it. They got go. rev- over a million dollars in revenue. They have ten people on in their staff. So you know, I think being president when there's only nine other people there seems a little. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> not saying that council communism is not my favorite, uh, you know, form of communism, but uh, but uh, yeah, I definitely can see the problems with you know there being like this really. Uh, rigid form of organization that they seem to have done. Just, just. I mean, I personally think that, like, you know, we really what we do is we just abolish school entirely and just, you know, set everybody up with a YouTube account and just, you know, where the sidebar takes you, the sidebar takes you. Oh God, <laughs> that's a way to build a healthy, functioning democracy, guys. Uh, yes. Uh, certainly, it certainly can have zero consequences, and uh, the and it certainly has not had any consequences because it's definitely not at all pretty much what we're fucking doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You as know, much well, as I think that the internet is a wonderful opportunity for um, human beings to to learn things in new and exciting ways, and to have access in unprecedented amount of access to information, pornography, and 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 pornography. Uh, 
you know, I I certainly I certainly do want to understand what people mean um what people mean uh when they say that so many Americans have been to colleges that marinate them in the brine of Howard Zinn style Marxist polemics against America, feminist screeds against patriarchy, black victimization narratives, and the whole gamut of identitarian teeth gnashing nonsense. Well there you um, go. <laughs> because really, you know, that sounds like such a reasonable position. Um and and uh and it does not terrify me that a lot of Americans actually believe this. I just oh, don't yeah. know from where. Like when? What when did any of that happen? <laughs> Why yeah. is knowledge political now? Well, like no, I said, I've always I, been political, man. Yeah. You don't understand. Yeah, I mean it always has been. But like I said, I went to a school where like people like, you know, my professors were Marxists. They were writing things. But like also my my uh my degree was in like gender studies. Like uh, the, the most Marxist of degrees. Well, the, mo- mm-hmm. the here's the most Marxist of degrees. My degree is actually in gender and ethnic studies in uh and the the concentration is gender and sexuality in minority communities. Like it's unbelievably niche. <laughs> So, of course, it's going to be filled with, like, anti-capitalism. I thought you could only get that if you were a white guy. Uh, turns out, <laughs> turns out they let me, you know, Damn. this uh, this brown envy getting in there. They're like, wow. sure, why not? <laughs> I was just going to say, do any of you listen to Desert Oracle Radio? I don't. That rings a bell. It's this, like, uh, cool, like, 30-minute podcast with this guy who is in, like, the Mojave Desert. And he just does these, like, very slow, like, story podcast things. But he's, like, this this anti-capitalist guy always talking about how fucked everything is. Uh, mm. And he was just talking about how goofy it is to see all these, like, liberals with, like, I vote science or, like, I believe in <laughs> science and stuff like that. Like, in the same way that, you know, they kind of identify with, like, like I... I like identify as an educated person or knowledgeable and it's like science like you know 50 years ago was saying that like certain like certain races were incapable of the same things like like science (laughs) has always been this like bizarre political tool and it's like it's to think that we're somehow beyond that now and that science isn't still you know science currently is spraying chemicals you know all over like people's fields and it's 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 giving us objects objects in our house that are off gassing toxic things it's like that's science like now you know like yeah yeah just because we're no longer getting ads that are like well these cigarettes are recommended by nine out of ten doctors and the other Mm -hmm. doctor that didn't recommend them is known by the uh, house on american activities community to be a communist (laughs) like yeah yeah those doctors are now recommending that we get uh echo dots and every room in our house because they're uh-huh. so good for us. Well, yep. have you, have, Zach? You heard of the Echo butt plug? Ooh, yeah. I, you know, I was, I was trying to figure out how to, how to use this Echo, uh, the subwoofer that fits in the whole ecosystem. Mm. Yeah, um, but there connected you go. to the butt plug somehow. I, I, I'll let you know once I, once I figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's. The question really is not, you know. How did we get here? Because it doesn't fucking matter how we got here. We're here now. We're still um, here. We, we we have not gone from a previous place. Like it's just the same. It's the same bullshit. Yeah. I think we can all yeah. agree. You know, like we're here and we need to be taken uh, with some degree of seriousness. You know, uh, you will not replace us, right? We, oh we my god! Shut up! Shut the wow. fuck up! 
Sorry. Wow. Uh, there are marches happening, you know, in every major city that we're not allowed to to see online because it's super inconvenient that that mm-hmm. we see that stuff. There was no we, coverage of all the Juneteenth barbecues that were happening. Uh, yeah, there's no coverage of the of the West Coast strikes, the mm-hmm. largest labor strike. Uh, I mean, this year at least. I'm I'm not gonna. I'm actually gonna walk that back. I don't know if it's the largest. It is a. It was a massive labor strike. It shut down twenty. I'm glad you're walking back major this ports. and not like any other thing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, well, way to put a uh, everything else I've ever said. I stand by about that, Zach. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, you know, like we're and we're not seeing that stuff, and the only way to fight that is to is to is to educate people, and educate them in ways uh, and with knowledge that is that is radicalizing. Um. And and the only way to do that is to is to, you know, kind of you where you have to bypass a lot of the institutions that exist that should be doing that mm-hmm. that have failed to do so. This isn't this podcast is not one of those institutions, by the way. It's not one of no, those. This, ins- no, listening to this actively makes you dumber, uh, dear listener. Uh, and we're sorry for that, but you know everybody has their vices. Yeah, we're sorry that we brought Nick onto this as well for that. Like, <laughs> it's just himbofication. <laughs> <laughs> You listen to this, and you will your your uh your IQ will go down, and your pecs will grow. That's basically there. You go. That's all you yeah. need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's himbofication for you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's uh yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you're 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 paying money to colleges to get a piece of paper that might get you a job. Probably won't get you a job because there are no jobs anymore. Everybody loves a good class filter, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, that's a great uh, note. That's a great note. Hell yeah! Yeah, uh, you <laughs> know, everybody loves a good on. class filter. Uh, also, someone know, we... please hire me. <laughs> yeah, dear God, this is my resume. This is my fucking goddamn it! That podcast. gender studies factory didn't open up like we were all hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not a. Uh, it's in America. It, we're so racist that we call it the Aryan Press. Ooh, no, no. <laughs> Nope. Nope. <laughs> okay. Why do you 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 two are on a roll? <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize, Nick. Silence. You're all on like you're all like on, <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting in there. <laughs> you all are like on. See, three, see, I enjoy this because normally I am the incredibly problematic one, and Zach has decided to wade into those waters with me for this. So I Zach's on this. like wading balls deep into the piranha pit. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. Zach's on like three hours of sleep and like a what? A, a three hours of sleep and a diet Dr Pepper. That's uh, the life, yeah, man. pretty much. That's you know, that's that's where we're at. If you've if you've listened to all of the current events, uh, then you're a true comrade. Thank you for making it this far. Thank you for sticking around with us. We'd like to shout out all of our patrons, especially Scott for contributing to our dialectical tier, and Spencer, David, and Adelaide for contributing to our Devil's Advocate tier. Y'all keep this show plugging along. Let us know if you are how much you liked our latest patron exclusive episode, and if you want to become a patron, you can get on there and listen to those episodes for just a dollar a month. I mean, so, you, you can spend uh, more money on us, of course, but probably uh, better to use that on the, you know, bail relief projects of some kind. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. no, 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 no. What you got to do is cut me, an idiot who sits here in a chair in front of a microphone, $50 weekly uh, <laughs> to to no avail. 
well, you won't get anything in return. You might give just as much money as some actual bail fund projects, Bo. So congratulations <laughs> to you on that. Please. Yikes. Uh, our plugs for the week. Uh, I guess listen to our, listen, or rather watch our stream on Tuesdays and Fridays. Yeah. That's at 8 p.m. Central. We're uh, wrapping up, uh, we're close to wrapping up uh, State and Revolution on Tuesdays, so uh, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, speaking of Lenin. Yes, yeah, sp- so controversial yeah. of y'all to be reading Lenin, because that's apparently the dividing line in the sand for so many quote-unquote leftists. <laughs> I know, we've we've been getting, uh, we've we've now gotten trolls, like both liberal and conservative trolls. Like, a, like I was like, oh boy. Yeah, we, we get both the Nazis that come in and are like, Haha, die commies, and also the Nazi sympathizers. Um, Nazi sympathizers, and then you know just people that come in and they just say tanky in chat, and that's all. Um, wow, that's powerful. That's cutting cutting uh, criticism there. Lenin is posting from a hundred years ago. <laughs> okay, power power posting. Have to respect it. So. Christ. Uh, and what else? What else do you guys have, Kelton? You have some projects. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sports Radio 1917 is going to be happening on Thursdays. Uh, really doubling down on the live show format since uh, uh, fantasy sports, man, when there aren't sports, can't really give fantasy advice. So we're we're getting we're getting real weird into into rugby stories. It's uh, yet again, <laughs> yet again, fantasy role playing games triumph over fantasy sports. <laughs> Truly, it is the age of the nerd. Yep, yep, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean that, that's pretty much all I have really going on uh, right now. Uh, but more more importantly, okay. uh, uh, Nick, what, what's going on in your world? Because y'all are always doing super cool, amazing things. Yeah. So uh, Means TV, we're a, a post-capitalist worker-owned streaming service. You can find us at means.tv. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter, uh, YouTube, Instagram, all those places. Uh, the next few weeks, we're coming out with basically a new movie every week that we're really excited about. Um, we have movies about the inner workings of French co-ops, uh, you know, struggling with the pressures of capitalism. We have films coming out about uh, Chinese immigrant students to America being sucked into weird cultish Christian, uh, you know, universes in um, in the South. So there's a lot of really interesting uh, stuff we're coming out with just on a, a film level. And then, you know, in the next few weeks here, we're going to be releasing uh, Street Fight TV, which will be their weekly um, weekly television show. We have Means Morning News every week, which is an original post-capitalist news and analysis show with uh, Sam Sachs and Sam Knight from District Sentinel Radio. Um, So check us out, means.tv. We have lots of of good stuff for, you know, people all across the the left spectrum. I've actually been really enjoying the the morning show. It's been a lot of fun to watch. Well, I'm so glad. Great, because I stay up all Wednesday night to make it. Now that, now, that we, now that we can't do it live in studio because of COVID, we have to do a pre-tape it the day before, and so that's just uh, me staying up all night editing it. A hell of a turnaround, <laughs> yeah. Poor thing. Oh my Jesus. gosh. Yeah. So, I mean, so you know, that's that's something specific to COVID. You know, what else have you guys run into not having, uh, you know, not having like as much engagement online now? I, I I assume you guys hit that as well, or is that just us? I think that there's a sort of mixed bag with some of that. I think that there's like people have less money to spend, understandably, uh, and I think. There's some of that, but because we're a streaming service, like we've seen our numbers go up um, because people are staying at home more, working from home, and they have more time to watch stuff. Um, so it hasn't, you know, it hasn't hurt us in that way. It's definitely affected 
some of our new productions, like we've had to put holds or halts on certain things. Like we were developing like a, a, a show that was based around going to restaurants, for example. So that's not going to happen for a while. Um, so, you know, things like that, but, uh, you know, we've really been adjusting, I think pretty well. And, uh, what's been interesting is the fact that like every other major network show, like Jimmy Kimmel or, Jimmy Fallon, the other Jimmy, uh, yeah. like they're all, all the Jimmies we know and love. Yeah, all the late night Jimmies. Uh, they're all <laughs> they're all recording from like their homes and stuff, and like it looks like shit, and like it's not mm-hmm. very funny. And so suddenly, like the stuff that we're doing, I think is is higher quality and, and better and more interesting than even some of those those programs. So, uh, I mean, it was yeah. before too. Yeah, uh, but you you know you're you're almost used to this like you're used to this like almost guerrilla way of like filming things because you know you're not you aren't jimmy kimmel or jimmy yeah, cause, 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 you know you're not hacks like those guys <laughs> yeah jimmy kimmel realized that he couldn't fit the the studio camera in his front door to to record the video live and by the time he realized that all of the webcams were sold out on amazon so there you go that's literally what it looks like i don't know why the fuck it looks so bad yeah, like it's just like a, a laptop uh, it webcam. Looks, is that what it, is? it all looks like it's laptop webcams, and their audio is like not synced. It's like it's stressful to watch. <laughs> yeah, so we, we figured all that out. We figured that out months ago. So that's where yeah, you know, we've. It's like we we're watching the economy just tank. Everybody have to be <laughs> isolated, and it's like a Batman Bane. Like we're built, we're made for this. Like you know, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was bored. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, what is it? What is it like to you know? I mean, what is it like first of all to you know be in the same room as some of the amazing creators y'all have? Um, uh, you know, I'm completely jealous. What What is it like to to kind of have this amazing uh, worker owned platform in the middle of the biggest capitalist crisis? Um, you know, our generation has experienced in the last you know 15 years at least yeah 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 i mean it's been feeling like it's it's coming and i think that we're glad that we we were able to kind of get make this stuff happen as 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 soon as we did because you know it was really something that was like uh within two years it's we're up and running you know so i'm just really thankful to like all the people who donated to support the project and like make it a reality because that was crazy to us um so yeah, I mean it's it's been it's been a, a total shift. It's been a, like a learning experience. Like uh, there's just a lot of elements to it. It's a very dynamic project to work on. I think for everybody involved because you know there's not there's not some like there's nobody like withholding like what's going on with the business. Like we're a co-op, so we have meetings where we talk about our profit and loss, and we talk about the issues that we're we're looking at in the long term or the short term. And so I don't think people including myself are used to that level of accountability and ownership over a project. And so it's been an adjustment working in a cooperative setting like that to where like trying to like, uh, like not put all the pressure and weight on myself. And then also sort of trying to help other people to, you know, work with taking on more, you know, because most people want to, it's just where none of us are used to working in a, in a non hierarchical workplace. I feel like, yeah, yeah I, can ima- yeah, I can imagine that's a weird sort of shift because it's like it's a complete cultural shift. That's not how we were taught how businesses were run. Right. And it's like uh, for some people, I am sort of the like boss role. And so I get told to fuck off a lot, which is fine and understandable. <laughs> but it's like, uh, you know, yeah, it's just like adjusting to that because like a year ago I was not, you know, I, you know, 
I wasn't working with anybody in that capacity. So it's been a total shift for me, but it's been, you know, really great. And I, it's, it's truly just like uh, riding on the success of this community of, of filmmakers and creators and people like street fight and people like, um, you know, the filmmakers we work with. So yeah, I'm just very thankful for all the wonderful people who believed in it. Fuck. Yeah. yeah I mean, awesome. what is, what is any organization to that? It's people, right? Yeah, just, really. a, just a tax thing then. <laughs> yeah, just, just a, uh, a vehicle for Viacom to put out like I don't know, fucking SpongeBob 500 or you know whatever mm -hmm. uh, season of The Simpsons we're on at this point. Hey, that yeah. fail send's uh, got to have something to pad his resume with. Okay, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. it's called the SpongeBob 500. Okay, it is a wonderful race down here in Texas. Oh, okay, so see, I, I would Zach watch that. About race yeah. again. Time to end the episode. Mm -hmm. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I think that just about uh, just about closes up this main episode. You know, you'll have to you'll have to check out our Patreon episode or the Friday uh, bonus if you if you want to hear more of us. So, Kelton, go ahead and uh, go ahead and take us out. It's with a heavy heart and all the obligation in the world that I must say uh, to thine own self, please do. Howdy, y'all. Don't forget to follow our link tree in the show notes to discover new things like our Discord, social media platforms, and all the places where you can listen to our podcast. Word of mouth is the best way to introduce us and other leftist creators to friends, family, coworkers, your AA buddies. Community is about more than hot takes online. And if you want to support our efforts, you can donate to us at patreon.com slash psychicdolphingarage, which is spelled how it sounds. Hope to see you on the stream tonight. Enjoy this music by JJ Dean. How the fuck I still got a full head of hair? Not a single gray. Fuck the cops. Family first. Every single day. Bringing a charm when I bring the alarm. My arms got a box cutter and sticky. We gotta abolish ice. We gotta abolish ice. Abolish it. No need to apologize to Holocaust apologists. For no reason we colonized the land and put up monuments. Dope needles. Dollar signs to globe stairs and astonish. I hope there'll be a punishment. I really want to get bloody. I really want to stand in judgment of anybody taking money from anybody in a struggle. Anybody Poor people getting 10 to 20 for some dumb shit Corporations incorporating a bloodlet Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless Mark my fucking words this coup will not be bloodless mark my fucking words